Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1193, air date March 18th, 2023. And next up, I would like to, without any further ado, invite um, Dr. Shiva. It is my honor to invite him up and welcome him to the stage. Our next president of the United States, Dr. Shiva Ayodore. All right. How'd you like Medlar? Good. <laughs> How'd you like Jeremy? Sandy, right? Maria, and you can keep going on. Um, those, of, those of you who are listening from wherever you are, you know, we're broadcasting this and we also are on Zoom, recognize that this movement is not me. It's all these people in this room and millions of others. In fact, 200, 300 million people saw our videos over the last three years. Wherever Michelle and I traveled, we'd be walking through some airport, be it in Mexico or Dubai or India, Random people said they saw our videos. And this is what bothers the elites. What bothers them is that we are an independent movement. We don't owe anything to Tucker Carlson. We don't own, we don't owe anything to Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders or AOC. We stand up on our own two feet because we know one thing that the people of the United States are in massive suffering right now. And none of these people care about you and none of them will ever do anything to change anything. And why do I say this? I say this from simple scientific facts. I'm gonna just show you one graph here. When you see this graph, everyone should be appalled. You know what this graph shows? What does this graph show? It shows a life expectancy of people in the United States as compared to the other industrialized nations. And just look at this graph. And anyone who sees this graph wants to choose the lesser of two evils after tonight has to have their head checked, which means you wanna be a slave to these people. And let's look at this graph carefully. What do you see in this graph? You see a bunch of gray lines, all right? And I'll point them out to you. These are all these gray lines of other countries, Japan, Germany, et cetera, and the United States over here. This hard gray line is an average of all those industrialized nations' life expectancy. Isn't that one of the measures of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Is it not that we're supposed to live longer? In fact, your kids should actually live longer than you. Well, what does this show? Your kids are gonna die younger than you. Think about that. Let that sink in, Elon Musk. That's what should sink in. That's what should sink into all of these people who've been behind this result. And we need to look at this result very, very carefully because you see this dark line is showing every other country is increasing in their life expectancy. Is that not right? Is not the United States the number one nation in the world with the highest GDP? Well, look at this. This is where this is going. And it's not COVID because this life expectancy started to go down before 2020, starting in 2019. In fact, it started to go down starting in 2014. But more importantly, look at the graph very, very carefully you will see that this started in 1980. Other countries are going up. The United States curve goes the other way. Everyone see that? It's black and white, or in this case, red and green, okay? 
Now you tell me if you look at that graph and you have any sense of simple math, what does that tell you? That tells you since 1980 till today that all of these people with all their big names, Trump, Kennedy's, AOC, Bernie Sanders, all of them have screwed over the American public. That's what that says. You get it? Republican and Democrat. And this is what happens when you follow the policy of keeping voting for these people over and over again. Remember Lucy? Charlie Brown always thinks things are going to be better. It never gets better. In fact, this is what's happening. And just look at this graph and absorb it. Because there's nothing that should impress you more than why you should stop voting for the lesser of two evils. Can't do this anymore. And that graph represents the suffering of working people in this country. And no one is talking about this graph. You know who put out this graph? Kaiser Permanente, one of the biggest healthcare companies. Why isn't this on the front page? Why isn't this being discussed? Because they do not care about you. That's why. And you have to get angry about this because this is a disaster of the Democrats and Republicans. And again, this is what you get when you vote for the lesser of two evils. You get suffering and you get an early grave. Is this what America is supposed to be? Come on, I don't, is this what it's supposed to be? No. Are you angry? Yes. Are you angry? Yes. Are you really angry? Yes. Okay, because you should be. Because no one is talking about this suffering. No one. And why isn't anyone talking about this suffering? And we'll get to our platform because we have actually have solutions. Everyone here knows that whenever we hit somebody, we always give a solution, don't we? Yeah. So all these people who have a problem with me hitting somebody know that I always have a solution. And that bothers them even more. And what we're talking about is this graph, if we go back to it, and you can look at it, it's in black and white or whatever you want to call red and green. Let's talk about this graph. And everyone should share this with their children. You're talking about suffering. You're talking about that graph is a result of incredible stress that the American working people are under. I'm talking about serious stress that's hit them over and over and over and over again for the last 50 years. And I know about that. Robert Kennedy doesn't know about that. He's a scumbag, as John said. Donald Trump doesn't know about that. Yeah, he eats McDonald's, but that's not what he eats at Mar-a-Lago. He eats grass-fed, pasture-raised beef. He wants to act like the working class. I'm sorry, he's not the working class. Robert F. Kennedy's not the working class. None of those people are the working class. They do not suffer any of this stress that you do or I have gone through. They know nothing about you. And it's time that you let go of them. You have to look to these people in this room for your future. And before the end of this night, it's going to be absolutely clear why this campaign, Dr. Shiva for president, is the only campaign that can get us out of that. There's nothing else that can do it. You cannot have any more illusions. You cannot be making excuses because look where it got you. You see it? This is black and white. What are we talking about? Stress. 
I've shared many, many times, you're looking at a guy who has a PhD in biological engineering. I write scientific papers and I do the work as Dr. Prabhakar said, every day. I know my biology, I know my physics, I know my math. What is stress? You know what stress is? It's an engineering term. And we're creating people who are under incredible stress. And what stress does, you can take a certain amount of stress and your body will bounce back. You know what that's called? That's called resilience. And in system science, you can have resilience systems, right? Take a hit and you come back. But when you're under massive stress over and over and over again, you know what that does to you? You start breaking. And that's what's occurring to the American people. And that's brought to you from 1980 till today, between all these presidents, left and right. They don't, no one wants to talk about this because this shows they're all failures. This is failed system. It's called collapse. And when you think about it, what have they done? I'll tell you what they've done. They've destroyed your immune systems. And who fought for you over the last three years? We did. We didn't talk about vax and anti-vax. We talked about strengthening the immune system. It was this movement that wrote to Donald Trump and gave him a protocol. We saved tens of millions of people's lives with the protocol we did. It wasn't just talking something. We actually wrote a protocol. We're the first ones who said to fire Fauci, not Robert F. And Kennedy. <laughs> Robert F. And Kennedy. He came a year and a half later, wrote a book off our stuff. He's a plagiarist. And if you look at this graph, and if you really want to study, go back to 1960. It was the Kennedys who ended up doing all this to the United States. It was John Kennedy who invaded Vietnam. It was John Kennedy who invaded Cuba. It was John Kennedy who started creating tax havens for the wealthy. And you can keep going on. But then they had to shroud it in martyrdom and shroud it as though the Kennedys were great people. They're not that great people, guys. It was the Kennedy 1962 Vaccination Act. It was... His brother, Ted Kennedy, who created the National Vaccine Injury Program, and the other scumbag, Robert F. Kennedy, who the elites are going to try to back because they need another hero, a fake hero, like they use Trump and Obama, et cetera. And I'm not going to allow it. And neither should you. We're talking about, you want to talk about healthcare? You're going to hear what our platform is. They've destroyed healthcare because they've destroyed the immune system of Americans, literally destroyed it. There's no other country or in many, many centuries where you have big people being considered, you know, poor. We have obese people who are, who are poor because they're not getting the right nutrients. This is like real. Two and a half billion people in the world right now are obese. And most of them are going to be in the United States. Do you hear this being talked about? No, you don't. But our campaign will, and it has always talked about it. Healthcare, they've destroyed the immune systems. We have a solution for that. Second, can anyone get really good, healthy local food? You have to drive 40, I have to go 40 minutes down to a farm, or, or you have to go out to, you know, another hour. Why is it we can't get healthy foods? I went to MIT, the cafeteria was garbage. People are paying $70,000, $80,000 to send their kids there. Or separate from that, go to a local public school. Why is it so difficult to get healthy foods? Why? 
But why is it in Malibu where Robert Kennedy does? You can get all the biodynamic foods you can because they don't give a damn about you. Food is medicine. Why can't you get healthy food? You know why? Because they don't care about you. They don't. It's that simple. Why is it so hard to, for people to determine what's truth and lies anymore? Tucker Carlson waits three years to tell us about the backdoor censorship portal. We discovered that three years ago. That diagram is right there. John, you may want to point to it for the others. We discovered that in a lawsuit that I did by myself, we exposed right here in Massachusetts that the government of the United States and the governments all worlds have a backdoor portal into social media. We did that. Not Elon Musk with his $40 billion. He's a complete douchebag. Where Elon Musk begins and government ends, nobody knows. The left hates free speech. They love censorship. The conservatives were the last remaining beachhead to fight against censorship. So what they did was they created this fool called Elon Musk. Oh, he's purchasing Twitter. He's here to help you. He still keeps that backdoor portal open. And who's been hammering him? Me. They put me back on Twitter on December 20th. Did I bow down to Musk? I said, hey, why don't you make me CEO? Well, that went viral. We got 20, 30 million views. And then I went after him. Are you going to take down the backdoor portal? Musk was asked point blank. Dr. Shiva's lawsuit exposes portal. Will you take it down? Oh, let me check into that. Ooh, sounds like big brother. That was four months ago. We kept hammering him, hammering, hammering him. Now they do theater. Him and Tucker talking as though they care about you. Tucker Carlson is like this with Hunter Biden. Have you seen what Hunter Biden looks like? Have you seen this disgusting human being? Why would Tucker Carlson go to him and ask for a recommendation letter for his son? Do you understand these people are one? They're like that Bugs Bunny cartoon. You know, the sheepdog and the wolf go to work, they ring in and they ring out. That's what these people are. <laughs> it's serious. That's what they are. They're taking you for a ride. Elon Musk's entire existence relies on SpaceX, 5.7 billion he got from the government. Tesla was only profitable. He hit a 600 billion valuation because of carbon tax credits. He's like this with Greta Thornburg and AOC. They're on the same page. And Twitter existence is based on Section 230 immunity, which demands he bow down to government. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Yes. These people are actors, bread and circus. They want to keep you just getting a little bit of bread while they do circus. Now, innovation. What is innovation? It's about kids, your children, your families learning how to solve problems. Kids can't even learn to think anymore. Jeremy and I were talking. You, I went to eighth grade and I learned how to use all these, you know, a lathe, a screwdriver, right? They just built a $300 million elitist school here. And there's not even, I don't even think there's one shop class there. What are our kids learning? Who's doing innovation? Is Facebook innovation? I don't think so. Is Twitter innovation? Not really. Where is real innovation? Well, you know what? We know how to make kids smarter. We already have a solution. Everything I'm talking about here, we have solutions. 
governance. Let's talk about governance. So we talked about healthcare, environment, education, innovation. Let's talk about governance. How can you have governance when you have a diagram like that that we had to expose? When the government of the United States and social media companies are one, you've lost the First Amendment. It does not exist anymore. It doesn't exist. We expose that. And we're the ones who fought for it here in Massachusetts. Tucker Carlson knew everything about that and he did nothing. He's an actor. And once you get to that consciousness, change will occur like that. Governance. Governance means that we have leaders. We don't have leaders, guys. If you had leaders, would you have had gotten this? No. Would you have gotten this if you had leaders? No. Would you have gotten this? No. How can you say you have leaders when they led you to that? That's called collapse. That's called a systems collapse. Let's talk about the economy. 80% of Americans only have $400 in savings. Did you know that? You won't hear Robert Kennedy talking about that. He's skiing in Aspen. He's banging this woman and another woman. You won't hear Trump talking about that. You won't hear AOC talking about that. You won't hear Bernie Sanders talking about that. You know why? Because they never had to work a day in their lives. They don't work. They party. They talk, but they do not work. They don't even know what the value of work is. And they all drive Teslas, by the way, whether it be AOC or that other guy who said Ben, what's his name? Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. And that's why Elon Musk promotes him. So no one's going to talk about this graph. Isn't that interesting? How come no one else has talked about this? Has a left talked about that graph? No. Has a right talked about it? No. No, no one's talked about it. Who's talking about it? Shiva. We are. No, we are. Because you know why? We actually care about that graph. Because we care about our families. They do not give a damn about your families. The bottom line is they're responsible for that disaster. They are responsible, and we are going to hold them accountable. Your, your loved ones are dying sooner. Think about what I'm saying. People you want to spend life with, right? Maybe a few more years, 10 more years, right? They're dying sooner. My great-grandfather lived up to 102 years old. My other grandfather lived up to 95. These are in villages in India. A friend of mine, a roofer, just died at the age of 62. Boom, found him in his couch. What's going on? Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, truth, freedom, and health. And your children will die even sooner. Does this bother you? Oh, yeah. Do they have a plan? Do they have any plan to get us out of this? No. They have no freaking plan. They'll talk about everything else, but not about this. They have no plan because they don't care. They don't care about life, liberty, or the pursuit of happiness except for themselves. That's the reality. I mean, that's what that shows, right? They don't care about truth, freedom, and health. They do not care about truth, freedom, health. 
And how do you attack truth, freedom, and health? But before I go there, we got to ask, why do I care about this? Jeremy said, why do I care about this? I've made a ton of money. I got property. I have whatever awards. I don't need to do this, but why do I care? You know, a couple of uh, days ago, I uh, a friend of mine said, you should get this book. It's about spirit and God and et cetera. And uh, it's about a 400 page book. And I said, okay, what's this book about? I opened the book up randomly to a page and the page came up to your mission on earth. And I think this goes for everyone. We're all born as instruments of God, but the choice to continue work as his instrument is entirely ours. Never be nice to or encourage evil people, fight evil. That's why we're here. That's the only mission in life. We exist to fight evil. That is evil. And you cannot, as this young lad said, a 25-year-old lad, you cannot be uncompromising to evil. There's nothing to compromise. Why don't you work with Robert Kennedy? F and no, he's evil. <laughs> we supported Trump. There's a guy who supported Trump big time. Once you figured this guy out, supported Fauci, he supported vaccine mandate, he supported everything. You got it. Once you know the truth, you got to walk out. You cannot be compromising to evil. Now, how do I know and why do I care about this? The earliest memories I have are my great-grandfather pounding rice, ripped, spitting up blood, a poor farmer. And whatever money he made, he would use it for education. He didn't have a lot, but if a kid in the local neighborhood, in the village, needed a book, he would figure out some money to give to that kid. When he died, he went into what's called called everyone together and he said, you know, I'm leaving now. And he told everyone there are no debts. And then he left. If there was something called a godlike person, that was my great grandfather. And my grandparents, when I came to the United States in 1970, in 1975, after I'd been here for five years, I had the chance to go back to India. And that's when I saw the stark difference. I go back to this village, there's people with barefoots, there's dirt roads. My aunt lives in a little hut. My grandparents work 16 hour days. And I knew in about two days, I'd be back in the United States. Also a poor place in Patterson or Clifton, New Jersey, among working class people. But I would have something more. And I realized that if at that moment, a 12 year old kid, that's how old I was, that if I didn't do anything, if I didn't use that opportunity, to learn as much as I could to liberate people like them or the people, working class people in New Jersey, that I would be a complete parasite. And it came from deep within me. And I'll never forget that day as, as I was leaving on those old caboose trains, my grandparents came, you know, with bare feet, crying, sobbing. And these people had such incredible love for me. They had very little. And that's when I made that decision that the trajectory of my life would be to understand why these inequities existed. 
And I would never compromise on that. And that's what brings me right now on April 18th at 8 p.m. right here. It's that journey. And as Sandy, as Sandy or Heather said, you know, it was on this day Paul Revere sounded out the horn. It's a very interesting day. And I'm here to tell you the horn that we need to sound out or the alarm is that it's not the obvious establishment who's screwing the American people. It is a not so obvious establishment. Let me repeat that again. It's not the obvious establishment. The establishment has got very, very smart. They don't just put their obvious puppets. This is why Mike Pompeo exited because he realized, oh, I'm an obvious puppet. We can't use him. So now they have a array of not so obvious puppets. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a not so obvious puppet. Donald Trump, not so obvious puppet. And when you break from the not so obvious puppets, that will that graph will change upward. So I made a commitment that I would understand the nature of these systemic problems. That's what I made at, at, at the age of 12. And that journey led me to understand science, engineering, biology, math, physics, shop, how to build stuff. And I realized that ultimately it is a systems problem. That is a systems problem. That is not a problem that is just any one thing. It's not any one thing. It's a systems problem because it's a collapse of the entire system. You know who's profited from that graph? The 0.001%. Elon Musk wealth went from here to here doing the freaking pandemic. 600 billionaires, some went from billionaires to trillionaires, they increased their wealth by 2.3 trillion. While that graph is going on. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. This is a systems problem. And let me explain to you the systems dynamics of this problem. Because you don't get there without first of all destroying, you know why they need to destroy people's health? Why do they need to destroy people's health? Eliminate the competition. You need, that's one. But what I've concluded is there is a fundamental relationship between truth, freedom, and health. What is that relationship? Freedom, the ability to move yourself, Information, matter, and energy, talk freely, openly. With freedom, you get the opportunity to do great science, to find out what's real, right? Question, argue, and then you get to science. And with science, you figure out truth. And with freedom and truth, you get great health. You say, oh, you know what? I should really eat some foods with good that support my microbiome. But what do we have right now? We have destroyed freedom. There is no First Amendment. They've destroyed science. Just four months ago, a professor at Minnesota for 16 years found out that he did completely Photoshop pictures, biological images, and took the entire Alzheimer's field in a different direction. Complete bullshit at everyone. $3.2 billion went into Alzheimer's research on his fake Photoshop pictures. And not any one scientist for those 16 years said anything, except a woman figured this out. Has anything occurred to that scientist? Nothing. 
the priestly class gets away with murder. Nothing happened to him. Take the cholesterol scam. It's a half truth. Heart disease is ultimately caused by homocysteine levels, okay? Which can be solved with simple B vitamins. A professor at Harvard initially found it. He was sent like the stapler man in office space down to the basement. That's what happened to him. Now it's found out that heart disease has nothing to do, very little to do with LDL and you know HDL levels. It has to do with homocysteine levels, inflammation. His research was suppressed. You see the connection between freedom and science? You suppress freedom, truth doesn't come out. And I could go on and on and on, but now it has become rampant. So why do you crush people's health? Well, if you don't have health, you don't have the energy to go fight for freedom. You don't have the energy to do great science. So they have to crush the health of the American working force. Why? Why do they have to crush that? Why do they have to crush the American people's health? And why are all those other countries going up like that? Because it is the American working people who are the tip of the spear of the global movement for working people to get freedom. Why do I say that? What other country is the First Amendment and the Second Amendment? Nobody. And that's why Paul Revere rode on April 18th to build that revolutionary movement. And we have to rebuild that revolutionary movement. We really do. And those people who cause that are not going to do it. Robert F. and Kennedy ain't going to do shit. His family has profited from that. He profited from that. Donald Trump ain't going to do anything. DeSantis ain't going to do anything. And you can keep going on. Joe Rogan ain't going to do anything. Tucker Carlson ain't going to do anything. If anyone who has any name or fame, please throw them in the garbage because they're the ones who cause this. Please don't ask me, what do you think about uh, blah, blah, blah. That's what I think about them. They're the ones who brought us here. And who's going to get us out of it? And I urge you to study history. It was during the 1900s when the American working class scared the shit out of the elites globally. Over 100 million people took to the streets in over 11,000 strikes. Did you know that? Yes. And did you know that four American workers were hung in America for fighting for the eight-hour workday in 1886 on May 1st? How many of you knew that? Three people. That's been wiped out of American history. It was a force of the American worker and the fact that they had the First Amendment and the Second Amendment that put the fear of God into the elites. And during the 1900s to 1950, the American economy as it grew, guess what? Everyone's wages grew because the elites, sorry to say, had a gun to their heads that don't fuck around. Excuse my language. Sometimes there's a right time to curse, I believe, okay? There's a right place to curse at the right time, <laughs> at the right person, okay? <laughs> but anyway, um, the bottom line is the American working class exercised this bottoms-up movement between the 1900s and 1950s. And you know what happened? The elites said, oh, my God, we cannot let this occur ever again because these people are getting too many rights. The American working class started living well. Your families prospered. People could afford cars and homes and send their kids to decent schools. They had savings. 
That's what inspired my parents to leave India to come here. It was the force of the American working class movements. And so what did the elites do? 1950, a guy called Joe McCarthy branded all those movements as communists. So, oh, they must be communists if they fight for working people. So the right-wing Republicans did that. The left-wing Democrats seized control of these unions. Did you know that? They were bottoms-up trade unions. And so by 1970, there were no more movements in the United States. Democrats and Republicans got together. And by 1970 till today, maybe there have been about 900 strikes and maybe on a good day, maybe 2 million people protested during that period. That's nothing. And what has been the result? Between 1970 to today, $47 trillion in wealth has been transferred from the working class to upward. Yeah, it's been socialism for the elites. Upward is gone. So as the economy grew, the wages of working people have suffered. That's what's happened. Okay, GDP grew and Elon Musk made more money off his bullshit. That's what's taken place. $47 trillion went upward. And you won't learn this, any, you won't hear about this anywhere. So Democrats and Republicans worked together. They colluded against the American people. That's what's happened. Reagan, 1980s, Bush, Clinton, Bush, GW, Obama, Trump, Biden, all of them. You get what I'm saying? Because if any one of them had done their duty, that graph should start going up again. Mm -hmm. None of them. They printed money, printed money, put this country into debt, talked a bunch of stuff, drama, theater. My indictment, your thing, it's all bullshit. It's all, it's all theater. It's bread and circus. It's theater, theater, theater. Tucker Carlson acting all concerned. Sorry. You, you called up Hunter Biden to get a recommendation letter for your son. How, how much is he your enemy? He's not. Guess where I'm going with this? Everyone get it? Yes. You're getting it. Yes. All right. You're getting why you cannot compromise with evil. You get why I get really angry and people tell me, oh, why don't oh, you know, Trump did a lot of good things. Uh, yeah. Sorry, he didn't. Okay. Because I actually care for my people, which is you. I don't give a damn about them because they want to kill you. They want to destroy you. They don't want to give you truth, freedom, and health. They want to enslave you. That is why that diagram proved that. That is why they do all this theater every day. So what's the way out of this? Well, first of all, what have we already done? It was our movement that talked about natural immunity, not artificial immunity, right? They've destroyed our health. So if you look at that graph very carefully, you'll see something fascinating. I want, I want to point everyone to a very important part of that graph. Look at this location. If you'll see right here where that hump happens, 2019, that dip. Okay. If you look at that graph, very, um, it's down here. All right, this isn't moving. But if you look at that graph, you'll notice something interesting. So we started deviating, right? away from other countries going this way, we started going this way. 
What was happening during that period? What was happening during that period was we were destroying our immune systems. High sugar diets, right? People not being able to get good food. I mean, go back to the, even the seventies, used to be able to get local farm food, right? No one can get any healthy food anymore. So what has happened is the American public's immune systems have been seriously compromised. They're not strong. They are not resilient. So when a flu comes, boom, everyone gets hit hard. You follow? Our kids don't play in dirt anymore. You're not building people's microbiome. So you've actively destroyed people's immune systems. So when you get a major stressor, stressor because you've never built your natural immunity, of course they want you to get artificial immunity. They've created a condition that artificial immunity is the only way out in their world. Does that make sense? What did we do starting in 2020? We did video after video after video. You guys may remember, I was awake two, you know, until 10 in the, at night, sometimes midnight, because I recognized that I had gotten certain knowledge and I had to use that. We trained people on the immune system. Jason Valero can teach a medical doctor, a welder in Maine can teach a medical doctor because of all the stuff we did, what is the immune system? Our slogan was beyond vax and anti-vax. We said, build the immune system, right? right? And because of that, people started having great respect for our movement. They said, these guys we can trust. And it was our movement which continues to expose all of these people and we will be uncompromising. It was our movement that exposed the likes of Michelle Tassinari right here in Massachusetts, the Secretary of State. Bill Galvin, the Prince of Darkness, that's his name. And now the GOP who screwed us in collusion with the Democrats, they're killing each other. You know what's going on, right? They're at each other's throats. And it was our movement that stated very clearly, because we always tell the truth at the right time. Delayed truth is deadly. Half-truths are even more deadlier. We're the ones who pointed out that the government backdoor portal exists. And we also pointed out over a year ago that people like Elizabeth Warren and Lindsey Graham, Democrat and Republican, would be getting together to retroactively pass laws to legalize that backdoor portal. Some of you may know in, in 2000, in this country, the government was working with telecommunications companies to do wa warrantless wiretapping. Did you know that? Yeah. Warrantless wiretapping. That means they would, the government call at Verizon or AT&T and say, hey, could you tap uh, Dan Blake's phone? Sure. You're supposed to get a warrant. It was called warrantless wiretapping. By mid-2000s, people were starting to sue the U.S. government. And you know what Congress did? Congress passed a law to retroactively immunize those telecommunications companies. And when I looked at that, I said, that's what... That's what they're gonna do with the backdoor portal we discovered. If you notice the scumbag Elon Musk, it's a technical term, always says the following, he goes, I won't do anything um, against the law, nor will I do anything beyond the law. He's waiting for the law because he's a government front man. Elon Musk is a government man. And if you don't know that, just look at where his money comes from. Again, we gotta get wise, we're working people, he doesn't give a damn about you. So just one month ago, less than a month ago, Lindsey Graham, as I predicted, and the Democrats are getting together to pass a bill called the Restrict and Data Act. 
which will retroactively immunize the backdoor portal that we discovered. Did anyone else tell you that? No, we did. Because we take a systems approach. So let me just finish up by saying a couple of important points. As Crystal said, it was our movement that applied the science over three years ago to expose masks. We, and not only did we do the science, but we empowered people at the ground level to go to their local school committees and scare, put the fear of God into these school committee members and many, many people won. We did this three years ago. Not Rand Paul, not Thomas Massey, none of these people it was our movement. So let me finish on a couple of points. You know, when you look at the right who claim that they're Christians, I would argue they, they have nothing to do with Christianity because they should really go look at the life of Christ. And I've studied Christ very deeply. Christ's biggest enemies were not the obvious establishment. Who were they? They were the not so obvious establishment. They were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They were the people who talked the game, but when you pulled away the veil, they were always doing exactly the opposite. They weren't, they were talking about God, but they were doing the opposite. And then people said, well, you know, they're good people. They're so devout. No, looked at their actions. Tomorrow, uh, Robert F. N. Kennedy is coming here because he thinks this is his home. And you even have a right-wing talk show host, Howie Carr, praising him. Yes. But what did Robert F. Kennedy really say, John? What did Robert F. Kennedy really say? How many people think he's for medical freedom? How many people really think that? That's what he promotes. But let's go to the video, John. Let's actually show what Robert Kennedy, a video that we unearthed. And I had to do the shit work of exposing this guy. Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccines and African-American vaccine safety. Oh. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I am. I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated, and I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. Thanks, Sean. So let me just repeat that. That's Robert F. Kennedy. Now we had to do that, and some people in this room, when I, well, you should work with Bobby. You know, he's a good guy. Oh, I, I don't know how he said that. Well, get your head out of you know what. He did say that, and he means that. In fact, when we ran the first vaccine conference here for vaccine and immune health upstairs, his attorney, Aaron Siri, came up to me, and he said, oh, Shiva, why don't you build safe vaccines? I go, Aaron, what are you talking about? Do you see what these guys are doing? They're going to create a new business model for themselves. They don't want, they want to talk about fake immunity, artificial immunity. They do not want to address the fundamental issue. We've destroyed the immune system. You see what they do? They want to make money off the problem they've created, but never address the real issue. Donald Trump, I mean, we can play you a video, but we know what Donald Trump did. I supported him. Frank supported him. Frank put up a thousand signs. So if you if you want, when you say we are attacking Trump and you're so into Trump, well, I'm sorry, I did the work. I don't think many of you put up a hundred signs. I did, and I gave money. I met with him. I did a lot of work for him. He made a half a billion dollars off my election stuff, okay? But at the end of the day, he didn't do, he'd never followed through on any of it. 
He never fired Fauci. Why didn't he fire Fauci? Oh, I'm afraid. Well, you had a chance. You could have saved the day. You could have been a true hero, showing how much of a man you are. You didn't do it. You supported Big Pharma. And the facts are right there. Sadducees and Pharisees. You get what I'm saying? So if you want to be a Christian, come on, let's be a real Christian. Don't talk to me about compromising. And if you want to be a real Marxist and you're on the left, well, then really support workers. Really support workers, not the lumpen proletariat, not the people who do not work and make money, but people who actually get up and work like Jerry drives his truck every day. Okay. Or Jeremy, you know, who does 10 different jobs every day. Let's talk about the working people. Don't talk to me about Karl Marx and how you're a socialist when you spit on working people every day. So if you're on the left, let's talk about really being a work, you know, supporting workers' rights. And if you're on the right, let's really talk about the deeds of Christ. We're going to hit the right from the right, and we're going to hit the left from the left. That's what this campaign is going to do. So let me just finish by saying that, you know, we have a, we're going to have a lot of fun on this campaign because we have all the solutions lined up. Okay. We've already been doing the solution. So we don't need to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. We already are doing that. And what do I mean by that? Let me show you this graph. By the way, I don't think we want this to happen anymore, right? This is the lesser of two evils. Charlie Brown always thinks Lucy's going to help him punt the ball. Does it ever happen? No. No. So do you want to be this? No. All right. Well, that, but that's what it is. So this is what they've caused us. So here's our platform. Our platform is service is citizenship. Service is citizenship. You want to be a citizen, whether it be natural born or naturalized born, we can talk about that. Okay. But I don't even want to get to that point. I want to talk about what is citizenship. Citizenship is serving. Citizenship is about us supporting our families. It's about us recognizing these guys aren't going to do anything. And once you realize that, you have the solution right there. Sandy Garifano will do more for you than Donald Trump, Elon Musk, Joe Biden, all of them put together. Dan Blake will do more for you than all of them put together. So what do we need to do? Well, first of all, we need to strengthen the immune system. That's my healthcare platform. Done. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's the healthcare platform. And I'm going to show you that I will teach you how to do that. You come next Thursday. We'll do it town hall, which we'll give to the world free, I will teach you how to strengthen your immune system. An MIT PhD in biological engineering, you don't have to pay me 2,500 bucks an hour. That's my billing rate, free. Yeah. Yeah. And we are gonna take this diagram and we're gonna go door to door. You will all go door to door and you will invite your neighbors to come next Thursday. And every sixth week, we'll do that same seminar. That's our campaign. You see, we're not going to wait to get elected. We're going to do it. And if you happen to elect us, we'll just do it faster. That's healthcare. Take care of the immune system. Can Robert F. Kennedy? No, I don't think he can do any of that. Okay. Donald Trump. No, I don't think he can do that. All right. But we can because we have the knowledge. And in one hour, we will teach people how to take care of their immune system. Now, how much is that worth for you and your families? 
Next, we're going to teach you how to eat locally and find local foods, healthy foods on a budget. We're going to start taking care of ourselves. We're going to share information, okay? Food is medicine. Food is medicine. Food is medicine. Hippocrates, the, the, you know, the master of health, right? He said, he who is not his own doctor is a fool. We have a tool we'll give away so you can understand how to treat your body as a system. How do you know truth from lies? You have to take a systems approach. Everything I've shared with you comes from a systems knowledge. All of you on May 5th, you will learn system science. The knowledge I learned at MIT, I'll do a one hour version of that. How would you like to learn the science of systems? Free to everyone. Service is citizenship. Bring your children, learn, and then you'll know the difference between truth and lies because you'll be able to see the world beyond left and right. Innovation. You know, I created email as a 14-year-old kid. There's not even a controversy on that. It's not even a gray area. It's black and white. And we will teach every child seven steps on how they too can become innovators so you can make your child smart. The government ain't going to do it, guys, but we will. Again, that the first lecture on that starts May 12th. We will actually give your children the seven steps on how they can create and innovate and start thinking. Governance. We have to become our own leaders in our own communities. No one else is going to do it. You're going to vote for Jeff Deal? The scumbag took $600,000. No one knows where it went. Donald Trump took a half a billion dollars in election, fighting election fraud. No one knows where it went. We asked him, right? We did. Where'd it go? I, oh, where'd it go? We have to become our own leaders. We have a leadership training program. How do you organize locally? Right? That's our governance platform. So we've covered healthcare, environment, education, innovation, governance, economy. Well, most people don't know the difference between a cash flow statement, between a profit and loss statement, and between a balance sheet. I will teach you that. Do you know most CEOs don't even know that? If you don't know what a cash flow statement is, and you don't know what a profit and loss statement is, that's how Americans only have $400 in savings. Why is it an immigrants come here with 75 bucks and they amass $50 million in wealth? What's the difference? Come on. Savings. Knowing where to spend your money not giving it to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Seriously. Buying crap, eating crap, and having a basic understanding of profit and loss for your household, savings, cash flow. We will teach you that. That's our economic program, okay? <laughs> so we're going to teach people these things. That is Dr. Shiva president 2024. It's called services citizenship. And each one of you, your job will be go door to door. Not like Jehovah's Witnesses talking about something in the afterlife, but right here and now. We will deliver people here and now. That is what this campaign's about. This campaign's about us coming together, our families coming together, and us realizing we have to take care of ourselves because they're not going to do it. They want to kill us. They have created a systems collapse. They have put so much stress on people's lives that they don't want people to, to want to live. Why would you want to live with all this stress?
And then they sell you all this, you know, fake spirituality. We're not going to do that. And so this campaign is going to be about you and it's going to be about service. And that's what this country was built on. It was built on people who came from all different countries, immigrants, legal immigrants, and who built this country bottoms up. And that's what we're going to bring back. That's what our campaign is going to do. It's going to energize people, not talk, 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 not delay truth. We're going to walk the walk. That's what we're going to do. And in reverence to great spiritual leaders like Jesus Christ or great working people who built this country bottoms up. That's what we're going to do. Do you want to do that? Do you want to do that? Do you want to do that for yourselves and your families? And you have to want to do this because we are supposed to be the most industrialized nation on the planet, $25 trillion economy. And the results, what I just showed you, are devastating. And in, you cannot trust these people anymore. You cannot. No. The lesser of two evils gets you that graph. So are you going to do the lesser of two evils anymore? No. no. Are you? No. Are you going to say, well, you know, let's work with these guys. They have some good ideas. Is that what you're going to say? No. They said some good things. No. It's easy to talk. So anyway, I ask you to join all of us together in communion because we have a, I'll, I'll tell you this. What's really interesting is when I got back on Twitter, right? They started shadow banning me. Do you know what that is? So when I first got back on, I was getting 500,000 people viewing my tweet per day. Then after I hit Musk, it went down to 300,000 and now it's at 20,000. It's like being a slave in a digital cage. Seriously. It was better off to just threw me off. At least I knew where I stood. But what's interesting is we've been hammering Musk so much. They've been scrambling, doing these fake interview with Tucker, doing this fake stuff with him and Taibi having a problem. You see, what does that show you? It shows you that they're very weak. Get this clear. They're not that strong, guys. What they count on is not this happening. That's yeah. all they have. They got nothing. That's right. They have nothing. They really, you got to get this. They really have nothing. What they have is an illusion that we won't figure them out and we won't break from both wings of the establishment. Not a Tulsi Gabbard break. She's trying to, she's whoring herself out on Fox News and pro probably wants to be someone's VP. They got a whole line of Tulsi Gabbards, by the way, set up. We're the real deal here. You guys are the real deal. So I want to just ask you, when you go to bed tonight, pray for yourself and your own dignity. Start having respect for yourselves. <clears throat> Have great respect for what you do. These people don't work. You do. Robert Kennedy doesn't work. Donald Trump doesn't work. These people do not work. You do. So for the sake of your children and your families and your own spirit, Start having dignity for your ideas and who you are as a human being. And once you do that, and enough of us do, that's over for them. It's over, I'm telling you. So join me. Thank you.
Thank you, Dr. Shiva Ayodore for U.S. President in 2024. Let's give it up. Thank you, everyone who's come in person.